and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's Garbage People and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Bing bong! Welcome to the podcast. That's your new catchphrase now. I am an honorary New Yorker because of bing bong. Boo. If you aren't familiar... Go on TikTok, search Bing Bong. Everybody's duetting it. It's wild. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Okay. I I realized I haven't washed my hair in over a week. Oh wow! But it's you know holding up okay. I just I, I've showered, I've bathed. Sure. I just haven't washed that hair. You get it wet when you go in there to wash the body, or no? No, that's good. No, what kind it's... of chaotic person would do that? You know. Well, <laughs> yeah, does that sound sounds like something you do? No, oh, uh, uh-uh, no, of course oh. not. Okay, no, I mean, <laughs> I'll shower with my glasses on, as I shared last week. But I, if I'm not washing my hair, it's not getting wet. I'm getting like holiday anxiety. Uh huh. Pretty bad. Uh-huh. How How are you doing with the holidays? Yeah, it's weird. I was looking forward to them, and now that we're in the throes, I'm like, I can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> I'm like, I'm tired already. I'm fucking tired. I mean, we've it was this is coming out December thirteenth, so we're two weeks into December. I'm fucking tired already. Yeah. So I'm all right. I guess I, t- today is like the first. My partner and I share a car. Sold my car a couple like a month or so ago to save money, and it's totally great. But this is like the first day that I'm gonna have the car all day where I'm not working or where he's not around because he's like off with his friends right now. And I'm like, I'm, I need to do shopping today, <laughs> and I don't want to fucking. I'm like, fuck, this is gonna fucking suck. Mm-hmm. But I ha- I got to get it done because. You know, you know what he wants? Well, I don't know if he wants this. He won't tell me what he wants. But like, I sometimes will, you know, as I am my mother's daughter, I'll be like, we should get a gun. I don't like guns. Like, don't get me wrong. I really don't like guns. But I'm like, it, it, it is a little bit of like, if you can't beat him, join him. Like, we should just get a gun to protect our home kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And he always says... I don't know, guns a little extreme, like, but maybe like a baseball bat. And I'm like, what the fuck are you gonna do with the baseball bat? Like, I mean, he's You're like bat away the bullets that come at you. <laughs> I mean, he's like six four. Like him swinging a baseball bat at you is probably like, <laughs> you know, effective. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but you know, a gun is good. I think so. Anyways, I was like, I should get him this fucking bat for. Christmas, mm-hmm. but I go online to find a bat, and like, I don't know. Did were baseball bats always kind of a complicated thing? Like, because there's youth bats, which I'm not going to get him a child's bat, but then there's also like t-ball bats, which I think I, I like that can't be right. And then there's bats for home protection, but it kind of like <laughs> there's a whole category. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the ones that are made for home protection like have like a really big logo on the side and it's kind of like the same energy of like, Hey everybody, come look, I got a 55 inch TV. And then everyone comes to see your TV and they're like, what's Hutu? Like, what's this brand? 
you know, right. or like whatever the fuck it is. And and so like I'm suddenly being like, I mean, what if what if he doesn't like this brand? What if he's like, what what brand is this? I I want to play baseball with this too, and it's all for home protection. So, anyways, I. <laughs> I guess I got to fucking like brave like a dick sporting goods or something today and be like, I need a baseball bat for home protection, but that also like for my label whore of a partner, um, <laughs> he'll like it. I, I don't know. And then I'm like, does he want wood? Does he want metal? I should ask him, but then he'll know. I, the, long story short, I'm ready for the holidays to be over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to get him a fucking bat. I ought to just buy him a gun, but guns are expensive. And I don't think that you can legally buy guns for other people. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. I think you have to have it in your name, but who knows? It's America. Like my dog could get a gun. Like you don't even have a dog. That's what's extra crazy about it. That's what's extra crazy about that sentence. <laughs> oh, I, God. I didn't think I was going to get into my gun, my gun rant. Yeah. Uh, yeah ever on this podcast but here we are here we are uh-huh. on on friday uh we went to a birthday party a dear friend's 40th birthday party and i didn't realize it wasn't like a holiday slash birthday party uh-huh. and i dressed like a holiday party oh and not until we were like in the car on the way did winston my partner say Hey, you know this is just a birthday party, right? Winston? Winston. That's something you tell me when I'm getting ready. <laughs> That's something you tell me before we're out the door. <laughs> what were you wearing? Like a blue sparkly dress. It was it was very holiday party. Okay. Not a, and then we we go to the home and the beautiful wife of our friend is wearing like a sweater and jeans. And I was like, <laughs> fuck my life. Oops. I've over, I've overdone it. And now I have to make something like we're going to a holiday party next, you know, like that's not nice either though. <laughs> no, it was like, you're the first stop of many. <laughs> you're, it was uh, and the people were like, what a lovely dress. And I was like, oh, don't comment on it. Now it's like a thing. Oh, my God. I felt so small. <clears throat> and I could have turned around, but I didn't want to be late. Oh, see, I, I, I just go with being late. I oh. mean, you know this about me. I'm late all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> if, I get, if I get the unconstructive criticism... <laughs> Yeah, halfway there that I might be overdressed. All yeah. right, well we're turning the car around, and then guess what? Winston would never ever wait until you were in the car to tell you something like that. Yeah, it's a teachable moment. It it was the opposite of a teachable <clears throat> moment. It was like, oh no, and he was like, now don't be stubborn. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna be stubborn. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna double down. <laughs> It was wild. You could have went up to other people who were dressed more casually and being like, well, I guess you don't give a shit about his 40th birthday. <laughs> yeah. Look really? at the way you're dressed. Like, you could have just been like, I can't believe the the gall of this group that they're not celebrating your 40th birthday more. Yeah. You know what? I should have. 
I should have come in with that kind of energy. Yeah. But yeah. instead I quietly made a joke to the to the birthday boy, the birthday man. Ooh. And I was like, Winston halfway through our trip informed me this wasn't a holiday party. And he was like, No, you're dressed great. I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, how have you been trashed this week? So my uh bathroom is it's like this the layout has the toilet facing the like the a big vanity mirror that goes across the whole bathroom and so when you are on the toilet you can see your reflection not the whole show you know mm-hmm. but like chest up and so i'm gonna say something that you're not gonna like a lot but <laughs> i have a bit of a forgetting to take off my makeup problem when i when i drink and sometimes when i don't drink um so but this is specifically about when i'm drunk because we're talking about why i'm trash and i just noticed this morning because i went to a holiday party last night and like i was i was sitting there on the toilet like trying to figure out what's best and if I needed to vomit or whatever, but I looked at my reflection and I just looked like a grumpy, like toddler pageant, like pageant toddler. <laughs> like, when I, cause I've got all this fucking messed up makeup on. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you need to start taking your makeup off girl. Like, <laughs> because yeah, I just look like one of those freaky, weird, like toddlers that has way too much makeup on for the occasion and is uh, thro- in the throes of a tantrum. I will call you personally and remind you every evening to wash your face and take your makeup off. I, uh, I'll be like, yeah, okay, and then I'll do it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my god i don't know i just fucking suck at it and like i haven't found the right routine and so now my face Mm -hmm. is drier than shit because i finally took it off with a makeup wipe this morning and then did nothing else oh oh yeah i know i'm sorry i'm i'm I'm, now i'm out to hurt you but i'm not lying i uh, yeah yeah i uh tough to hear yeah it's hard i have sensitive skin so instead i just (laughs) <laughs> light it on fire <laughs> god why are you trash alright I oh, no. I'm not proud of this oh no and it's like a double whammy okay I postmated I think that's the past tense of postmates yeah <laughs> Chick-fil-a oh so I, I A took money from a business maybe that's a good thing I B <laughs> ate like homophobic chicken, and then the delivery driver had a rainbow bumper sticker. Oh god! On their car, and I was like, "I'm sorry." I, 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 and they were happy as could be to hand it over, and I tipped forty percent. <laughs> Jesus. Because I was so embarrassed, <laughs> like, but I, I postmated Chick Fil A, and I'm my driver might have been in the LGBTQIA community, and I felt like an asshole. I mean, 
that's a good move if you're a Postmates driver and you do a Chick-fil-A is that you quickly put out some rainbow stuff. Uh-huh. And then you so you'll get people like you who are like, fuck, I'm scum of the earth. And then tip 40%, 40% on a Postmates order? Yeah. Am I an asshole? Do you always tip that much? No. No, that was a guilt tip. Oh my god. You you're you got a bad way with those guilt tips. You Yeah. Yeah. You're like everyone's like divorced dad. You like you just when you do something wrong, you throw money at the problem. I'm gonna throw a little money at it. I'm gonna throw a little money at it. Does this make it better? Oh, I was like, oh shit. Those like, Chick fil A employees are freaky. My pleasure. Hmm? They always say my pleasure. Oh, they do say your I, I haven't been there a lot, but like, yeah, it is my pleasure. Mm-hmm. They're just like really happy. They like pay really well, I think. Not like in and out well, but I think they treat their employees well and they do like scholarship programs for employees. Sure. So who knows? They also donate actively to <laughs> like terrible causes. So yeah. life's about balance. Have I said on this podcast yet that I think that they need to start paying the employees at Jersey Mike's more? No, but they should. Let me tell you what. Jersey Mike's is my new subway because we've covered enough of the subway on this podcast that I know that I cannot I cannot eat there anymore. Like, there's just like, there's no way it's food. I might as well just go and eat fucking drywall at this point when I get sad. So I've made it now Jersey Mike's. And it, like, the way that they just slop that delicious sandwich together with the, it it feels like you're in like a prison cafeteria line with the way that I... (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like and like out loud saying to each other i want to go home yeah i want to go home too like (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even shitting you and i'm like how's your day (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the sandwich Uh, like like, I, i just like i haven't been home like for a full day in three days do you want it mike's way uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, can um can I have also avocado? Okay, thank you. <laughs> and like their sandwiches are fucking expensive too. Like I, I was hungover, a shocker, like a couple weeks ago, and um I ordered a giant Jersey Mike sandwich because I was like, this is what I will eat for the remainder of the day. It was like fucking seventeen dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we need we need to pay them better because they're making a damn good sandwich and they are miserable. <laughs> they're putting in a Jersey Mike's right in my like in the complex right in front of my apartment. Oh fuck! And I think their grand opening is like on Christmas Day, which no. I'm like, <laughs> what a no. sad grand opening! Damn it! Like, don't do that, Jersey don't, Mike's. Don't do that. <laughs> Um, the, like, cause I worked in, uh, not at a Jersey Mike's, but just in like food service for like a decade. And if you're open on Christmas day, if you think for a second that people fucking care that <laughs> you're working on Christmas, they don't. I, it, it's one of the busiest days of the year because so few places are open that the ones that are open are just 
slammed. And then you've got people being like, thank you for working on Christmas. And you're like, yeah, that's fine. Like, what do you uh, want? <laughs> two, two years ago, Winston and I flew on Christmas back to LA on Christmas Day. And we, we had a stopover in Nashville <laughs> and had sushi in the Nashville airport on Christmas Day. And we're oh like, God. Thank you for work. It was like the only place that was open. <laughs> and, we were like, and it was slammed. And oh, so it was like, thank you for working. Like I was that person. <laughs> I mean, I say it too. I'm I'm not like I do the same thing. Thank you. Thank you so much for working. But like it's <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get my request in on time. So you're welcome. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> That's the fucking energy. So anyways, my goodness, we've just been gabbing along. We don't, haven't even started on our stories yet. Let's get on to these stories. Our first okay. one sent in by John Burns. Thanks, John. From Apple News. Maryland homeowners burned down their home while attempting to rid the house of snakes. I mean, case closed. That's, yeah. I, I don't see what's trashy about this. Like, I don't I, either. I saw a rat in the parking structure across the street from my apartment. And I was like, I have to move. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you got snakes in the house, fire, I believe is the only way to get rid of them. That or bring back St. Patrick. What? St. Patrick drove all the snakes out of Ireland. Erica. All is right. That, is that real? Allegedly. That's why he's a saint. So he has his own fucking day where people drink green beer because he was just some guy who got snakes out of Ireland? Yeah. And then they canonized him. What's that mean? Uh, make a saint, I think. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Well, why haven't we done that for Samuel L. Jackson? He got a bunch of snakes off of a plane. He did. Saint Samuel Jackson. Dangle <laughs> <laughs> right. church. All right. A house of nearly 10,000 square feet in Dickerson, Maryland, an hour west of Baltimore, was engulfed in flames on November 23rd when the homeowners tried to smoke out a snake infestation on the property. Pete Peeringer, chief spokesman for the Montgomery County Fire and Rescue Service, told CNN. The snakes have been an ongoing issue for the owner and the previous tenant as well. So they used coals as the heat source for the smoke, but they replaced too close to combustible materials, eventually setting the house on fire. Well, you guys, you gotta you gotta move out your combustible materials if you're gonna try to smoke out snakes. Everybody knows this. Your whole house is combustible. <laughs> is like, it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's like insulation, wood. <laughs> like <laughs> it's true. Everything's combustible. <laughs> The fire started in the basement and quickly spread through each floor, engulfing the multi-story home, according to CNN affiliate WJLA. So around 10 p.m., they had 75 firefighters show up to battle the blaze. And it was a neighbor passing by who called 911. Uh, where was the people in the house? I guess they got a hotel for the night. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking start smoking out the sm snakes and be like, all right, see, you. it's not a bug bomb. Yeah, exactly. They treated it like they were just <laughs> bombing the house. Oh, my God. There were no fire hydrants in the area. Wow. Which isn't a problem because we're used to it, but we had to shuttle in water tankers. So they were able to put it out by the morning, and uh, the damages are going to cost more than a million dollars, but the house was recently purchased for 1.8. So still in the red, 
Wait, the green, the black. The black. What is? This is the black. Okay. The red is negative. The black is if you've made money. What's the green? I don't know. St. Patrick. St. Patrick. What, and then there's breaking even. Yeah. Which yeah, we which is in in the puce. In the puce. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Sorry. It's just the funniest <laughs> color I can think of. <laughs> you know color puce is, by the way. Uh, is it like a gray? Let me see. Puce. I don't even know how to spell puce. Puce color. Oh, you're going to get some weird results. You I better. <laughs> it's uh, a, a pink. It's a dark red or purple brown color. All okay. right. Yeah. All right. I mean, that actually makes fucking sense because you're going to get to a dark red, purple brown color before you get to black. Yeah. So, that's fair. Yeah. Breaking even in the puce. <laughs> in the puce. Oh, grow up. Grow oh. up. Me. <laughs> Speaking of growing up, this lady's got some growing up to do. That's putting it lightly. <laughs> this story was sent in by Anthony. Foxbusiness.com reports woman reportedly breastfed cat on a Delta Airlines flight. It was a service animal. A flight attendant reported that the hairless cat was screaming for its life. Okay. Was it a hairless cat or was it just kind of like a rough looking baby? Was it an ugly baby? I need to know. Delta declined to speak to (laughs) Delta declined to comment. So we'll never know. Yeah. All they have done is released the statement, which is that we do not advocate breastfeeding animals. All right, so things got weird on this Delta Airlines flight from Syracuse to Atlanta, where she was breastfeeding a cat to the horror of fellow passengers and crew. A flight attendant sent a message through the Aircraft Communications Addressing and Reporting System, ACARS, on the jet while the flight alert to the crew on the ground that the person sitting in 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put a cat back in its carrier when flight attendants requested. You know... These people who work in ground control and stuff, they're not allowed to go to therapy, go to therapy and all and like take, you know, antidepressants or anything like that. So I think we need to rethink that because if I'm getting a call, me without therapy getting a call, hey, someone is breastfeeding a cat and won't stop. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> humanity is lost. <laughs> <laughs> we too far we have stepped away from the lord yeah. <clears throat> oh my god oh my god it so it looked like a baby because she had it swaddled up in a blanket and her t-shirt was up and she was trying to get the cat to latch oh, jesus oh and listen i'm not a mother i never have been never will be but i know latching can be difficult Sure. Much less with a cat. <laughs> if I have a kid and I make you the godmother just because you said that statement. Uh-huh. And then I like unfortunately die. I I hate this line of questioning, feel, but you're going to feel stupid. I'm going to feel stupid and I will take care of that baby. And then look who's suddenly a mother. I will I will be a bonus <clears throat> mom bonus mom i'll be a bonus mom i don't think that's how it works anymore with the whole 
godmother. Like I, I don't. I'm not. We don't I think have to you have to legally it. put it into the will. But anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, anyway. might, you might be in a battle with that one. Anyways, hey guys, if you breastfeed your cat, stop. I'll I'll say that. But let's stop. say that. Yeah, let's say that that isn't uh, enough for you. Keep your weird shit in your house. <laughs> don't bring it in public. What? The fuck? Does it say where this flight was headed from and headed to? Syracuse to Atlanta, or Atlanta to Syracuse. Wow. I don't know, man. I, I You know what? I really thought Florida would be involved, but you guys are you guys are tricking me. Wait, where is Syracuse? Georgia? I think it's like upstate New York, which I've heard all the way Oh, Syracuse, New York. Yeah. Makes sense. Florida was not involved. Florida, you're in the clear. <laughs> For this one. <laughs> For this one. But you know who's not in the clear? Oof. Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> According to Consequence.net, my favorite website, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone sparks QAnon speculation with coded selfie. Heading into the storm. I don't, I can't do a Sylvester Stallone. Is it heading Headed into the storm? That was, yeah, that was bad, but better, I think. Yeah, it was bad. Let's just do the whole opposite direction. Heading into the storm. That's good, right? (laughs) That's pretty good. That's a good Sylvester Stallone. So that's what he said. Uh, You're captioned on a photo of himself wearing a baseball hat emblazoned with the letter Q. Well, that's what supporters of the fringe conspiracy movement are asking after the actor posed for quite the selfie on Thursday via social media. Could Sylvester Stallone be a QAnon supporter, unbeliever? Uh, oh mean, boy, feels pretty fucking obvious. <laughs> I mean, what other Q could he be for? There's just at the end of the day, like we've lo- we lost a lot during Donald Trump's presidency, and it's not just the obvious stuff. It's the fact that you can never wear a red baseball hat again, ever, ever. Like, Whatever, whatever the fuck it says, you can't wear one. And also, we lost the letter Q. It's not we. You don't get it anymore. The alphabet is twenty five letters now. Hello. So yeah, it sounds like he's a. Uh, it doesn't feel out of the realm of possibility. Like he's like been famous for so long that he's definitely in the you know range of you know ripe to go crazy. Right. Well. It's when you have that much money and you haven't been told no in a very long time, you get bored. Yeah. So, okay. So he had a follow up Instagram post and he said, The Q on this hat stands for Quantum of Solace, the name of the boat I was on, not anything else. Okay. Relax. Enjoy your lives and let other people enjoy theirs. So keep punching. What? <laughs> Okay, but for what it's worth, Stallone is a noted fan of former President Donald Trump with a I love Donald Trump, he said in the early days of his 2016 campaign. Stallone later appeared in the Oval Office with Trump to celebrate the posthumous pardon of boxer Joe Johnson and has attended multiple events at Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort, including a fundraiser held on April 2021. Also, like, well, okay, I have a couple questions. Number one, yeah. if you have a boat, do you get hats made? Uh, you best believe if I get a boat, I, yeah, yeah, everybody gets, gets a hat. Erica's yeah. big ass boat. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, like that somehow makes sense to me. The the fact that the boat is called Quantum of Solace is a little weird, but it's like a stretch. Yeah, like stretch. Yeah. Stretch. <laughs> but my, my I guess main thing is isn't part of QAnon's like belief system have to do with like the Hollywood elite like drinking kid blood or something to stay young? Like Yes, uh, and that there's a rings of pedophiles in Hollywood. uh, yes yes and i'm like sylvester you're not necessarily a list right now but like you're you're who they're attacking like i would say he is who i would think of as hollywood elite i mean he's been famous for ever and won Mm -hmm. oscars and is someone that you know we attempted to impersonate like if you're a household name, that seems Hollywood elite, right? Right. So Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> you know what? Let's we we saw a consequence.net website, but how about we take it to the New York Times, which not to brag, is something I subscribe to. Oh, okay. Let's do that. So according to the New York Times.com, Chanel, TikTok, and the beauty advent calendar controversy. Ooh, that headline. Hell hath no fury like a social media mob that thinks it has identified a luxury scam. It, or so it seemed this weekend when a series of viral videos involving an $825 Chanel advent calendar and the disappointed customer who bought it went viral. So basically, in one way, this is merely the latest example of vigilante justice meted against powerful global brands by individuals willing to point out perceived injustice, including cultural appropriation, copying designs, and other forms of misbehavior and shifting balance of power between brands and audience. Wow, that sounds very smart, but it's basically saying that the comments went wild and called Chanel out for being shitty. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's the layman's way of saying such a thing. Here's what happened. So on December 3rd, Elise Harmon, a TikToker in California, posted a video of herself unboxing a Chanel advent calendar in the shape of the Chanel number five bottle. I actually, this one came across my, uh, my desk. Um, my oh, algorithm, wow. and I saw it, and I, it, kind of, I'm, I'm liking all the advent calendars that people are t- posting on TikTok, mm-hmm. but to me, like Chanel is not something that is even in my atmosphere. Like it is something that I just assume I can't afford, and I think that the assumption is right. I wouldn't pay eight hundred dollars for an advent calendar, but like I do think there's no way that it's gonna not be disappointing. The point of an advent calendar is you pay a certain fee and then the sum of the parts are more than the fee that you've paid. Like what you get from it. Is that true? Yeah. Like that's, it's supposed to be the value is supposed to be more than what you pay for it. But it's like assortments. Uh, Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I thought it was just like kind of a silly way to give a bunch of tiny shitty gifts. Uh, both can be true. <laughs> so she did the unboxing over eight posts. Um, and then there was, so there's perfumes in there, which were good. There's keychains in there, which are, doesn't feel very good. Lipstick and nail polish, which was pretty good, even though they were all sample sizes. And there was a mirror, a rope bracelet uh, with a Chanel 
wax stamp, a mini snow globe, a dust bag, bags used for shoes, and stickers. What's a dust bag? Like what you would put like shoes in or purses, like, you know, those nice like cloth bags that are branded. Yeah. I mean, so that was what pissed people off, I guess, the most was the dust bag. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Coco Chanel was a fucking Nazi. Uh. (laughs) But we still continue to, you know, glorify her brands. She did a lot for fashion, but like she was a Nazi and a Nazi sympathizer. And I just don't get, I just don't get it. But back to the video itself, I'll get off my Coco Chanel was a Nazi high horse. As of December 6th, the series of videos had more than 50 million views, which each post has thousands of comments, mostly along the you was robbed, which I love that the New York Times put was (laughs) in quotations, (laughs) like that phrase in quotations. Was spelled W-U-Z is the one that they uh, quoted as well. So So Chanel has a TikTok page, but it is inactive and set to private with no followers. So it's unclear (laughs) where Miss Harmon, allegedly the unboxer Miss Harmon has been blocked by Chanel. And so people flooded to Chanel's Instagram account. Oh, wow. And basically a similar thing happened in China where a blogger called out the brand advent calendar is not worth the money as well. Well, I just like, again, I don't know what people are expecting. Do you, what are you buying a Chanel advent calendar for? If not to just get a bunch of little things that say Chanel on them, like kind of exactly. You're paying like for you're not going to get a $5,000 Chanel handbag in an advent calendar. No, it's not. It, I don't, it, it doesn't make sense. Like it to me with what I believe of how expensive everything in Chanel is, it sounds like it's worth $875. All this like trash is because it says Chanel on all of it. So that's what it is. And yeah. also these box, like the box itself costs money. Yeah. Chanel has not publicly addressed the issue. However, uh, in an email, they, they said that they have not blocked anyone. The recent claim of being blocked by Chanel on TikTok is inaccurate. We would never block access to the channel TikTok, the Chanel TikTok channel to anyone because it is not an active account and no content has ever been published. We are committed to sharing our creations with followers on all social networks who we are active on. Our pages are open to everyone and our followers are free to express their feelings and opinions, whether they are enthusiastic or critical. All right. They're taking a little accountability. Yeah. I mean, well, no, they're not. They're saying you can say whatever the fuck you want. We're not going to. Who cares? We're not going to change. They're not yeah. saying, oh, yeah, our advent calendar was kind of a, a dog. Like It was dog shit. It, yeah. They're just saying we didn't block anybody. <laughs> I, I mean, I think they're right. Like, you bought it. You bought it. You bought what you wanted. You got your Chanel thing. Like, this is what it's fucking worth. Yeah. And you got the views for it. I mean, 50 million views on TikTok. If you're a part of the creator fund, that's got to be something. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of 50 million. Yeah. Let's get into our next story from the WashingtonPost.com. A plumber was working on a toilet at Joel Osteen's church. Then a trove of cash and checks fell out the wall. Tax churches. 
Anyway, <laughs> a plumber doing maintenance work at Pastor Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church stumbled across checks and hidden cash in a wall, a discovery that may yield clues to an unsolved burglary reported by the congregation seven years ago. Ooh, this is juicy. Mm. Like, oh my God. The unexpected find was revealed Thursday when the worker called into a Houston radio morning show that had invited listeners to share stories about valuable items that had randomly been found mm. over the years. The caller, who has been identified only as Justin, said he was on a job at the mega church November 10th when he made this stunning find. Wait, so this is from a radio show? We don't even know if this is true. I I mean, the Washington Post doesn't put, you know, I, I, I feel like there's some validity there just because of the, the WAPO name. Mm-hmm. But So a bunch of stuff fell out of the wall. $500 envelopes fell out of the wall. But... Back in 2014, this church reported a loss to police of more than $600,000 in a burglary. Sorry, that's a tough word. And I think that did like did they did he go to the police now or what? Uh, yes, the Houston police announced that the cash, checks, and money orders found last month in the toilet wall appear to be connected to the 2014 burglary. That's crazy, man. I mean, that's kind of cool. It's a weird vibe that it came out on a radio show because it made me immediately question if it was true. But the fact that the cops got involved. Yeah. We all know how much I love the police and trust them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're good little girls. Please. But it's crazy. The church, the church will not say how much money was recovered from the toilet wall last month, though. Well, a police spokesman said that at the time it was $200,000 in cash and $400,000 reported. Oh, this is what was reported stolen. Okay. Right. Y'all, this is too much fucking money. We really do need to be taxing churches. <laughs> Like, I get, like, your congregation of, like, 15 people where the pastor has a job. Yeah. Like, I get, like, a tax-exempt status for you. But for some place that won't open the doors during a hurricane, like, uh, like I hate Joel Olstein. <laughs> uh, I'm not familiar with him, but I'm imagining it's a pretty big name, like a mega church name. So it's a mega church, yeah. Tax mega churches, I'll say that. I mean, they're essentially businesses, aren't they? They are businesses, and they rake in donations. And I, I just want to know where the money goes. Like, if you can give me an itemized account of every penny that's come in. I mean, if you're not going to pay taxes, I think that's the public exchange is where does every penny go? For sure. I don't know. Uh, it's it's a complicated thing and hard to feel a lot of I do. I do feel for smaller churches. I think that I don't think every church is blowing all this money, but like these bigger ones, that's when I start to think about how much my paycheck gets uh, taxed every two weeks and i'm like you know it would be nice if we weren't paying the majority of the taxes (laughs) do we start a a trashy trashy church yes hell we we can't even get it fully together to start a patreon maybe a church is a little ambitious but (laughs) well but i think think we can do it (laughs) i mean think of the clout it'll be it'll be great (laughs) And give sermons oh about you know how to be a worse person <laughs> how to be the garbage you want to see in the world i think that's a great way to bring in 
a true dumpster fire of a human. Not the dumpster fire of the week, but, you know, a really, really dumpster fire person in our next story. Sent in by Adam Cantley. The next two stories are sent in by friend of the pod, Adam Cantley. Thank you, Adam. So in Gloucestershire, a man goes to the hospital with a World War II shell stuck in his bottom. And the bomb squad got called because his butt was the bomb. It's <laughs> <laughs> from, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> the man had a World War II anti-tank shell stuck in his rectum. They were given... They they were called to give specialist support after the man presented to the Royal Hospital A&E with the 57 millimeter shell in his behind, reports The Sun. So he claims uh-huh. that he slipped and fell on it, and that's how it ended up in his butt. A source told the newspaper, the guy said he found the shell when he was having a clear out of his stuff. He put it on the floor, then he slipped and fell on it, and it went up his arse. Show me the pants, and I'll believe that story. Were they ripped? Yeah. (laughs) You guys, if you're going to put stuff up your butt, you need to be able to feel okay in case you have, like, about what you did in case you have to go to the hospital get it out. Because it's just, that's the risk that comes with putting shit up your butt. Yeah. Don't put anything up your butt that you don't want in (laughs) the sun. You know what I mean? Uh, exactly. You don't want reported in the sun. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> the, and they sell things to put up your butt. You know, you don't need to put up put real st- whatever. Especially I'm not going to. I'm not kink shaming. I'm not kink shaming what you put up your butt. I don't care. But th- th- there's a time and a place for what goes up your butt. I mean, they had to call the fucking bomb squad. Imagine, imagine that this guy was like feeling frisky and was like, "I'm going to put this up my butt," and then got to the hospital, said it's stuck, and then he blew up. <gasps> Can you imagine? That sounds like an episode of Grey's Anatomy. It does. <laughs> it sounds like an episode of Grey's Anatomy it at really, this point. Fuck. Call Shonda. Um, Shonda, baby, call me back. <laughs> we got a bitch for one episode. Um, yes, writers. <laughs> don't, I mean, like, and don't lie. You didn't slip and fall. You didn't slip you, and fall with this going directly up your butthole. You, you put it up there. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. Hospital officials said that all relevant safety protocols were followed and that there were no risks to any other patients, visitors, or staff at the hospital. There was a bomb <laughs> in someone's arse. <laughs> I don't know how that was safe. He is expected to make a full recovery from the unfortunate incident. Well, we really are just, we aren't, but this story is really giving him the benefit of the doubt of like, no, he really, he slipped and, he slipped and fell. Hey, man. It's his word against, you know, ours. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the tra- trashy, trashy, our word is as good as God. It's true. Oh, my God. Let's get into our next story. Again, also sent in by friend of the pod, Adam Cantley from CNN.com. Camels ejected from beauty contest over Botox use and other tampering. Now, have we talked about this before? We have, but this is happening again. I mean, you guys, like, when are we going to stop putting these fucking beauty standards on camels? Listen, Saudi Arabia had to disqualify 43 contestants from their camel beauty pageant because of 
toxing. Oh my God. You know, like leave the Botox to girls like you and me who want it. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't just force it onto a camel. So they had to pay fines for injecting fillers, Botox or hormones that can be up to 27,000 per camel while braiding, cutting the tail or dyeing camel fur incurs a fine of $8,000. This wow. famous child star camel, you wouldn't believe what they look like now. <laughs> yeah, it's giving me clickbait. It feels like clickbait. <laughs> this year, the organizers dealt with 147 cases of tampering, the largest number since the festival began. My goodness. This is, I mean, I, I <laughs> You shouldn't do this. Seems like it qualifies for like animal torture for sure. Not necessarily because it's bad for them, like health wise. I hope it's not because if it's bad for a camel, it's probably bad for us. But just like it just is a weird like I can't imagine being an, a stupid animal and not knowing why my lip flaps are suddenly so plump. <laughs> Uh, and all of a sudden the other camels are giving you just a little bit more attention. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of just a little bit more attention, <laughs> let's get into our next story from lawandcrime.com. 48 year old mom pleads guilty to stealing daughter's identity to attend college posing as a 22 year old. A Missouri woman has pleaded guilty to stealing her daughter's identity so that she could attend college and collect financial aid. Laura a Oglesby 48 ruined the younger woman's credit a police chief reported wow sentencing is pending her social security fraud so she she used her social her daughter's social security card in 2016 and i mean basically just went to school i guess i don't know yeah she applied and received financial aid to attend university a the authorities said she obtained 9400 in federal student loans, 5900 in Pell Grants, 337 for books purchased at University A's bookstore, and 1800 in finance charges. Here's the thing about being 22 in Missouri or somewhere in the Midwest. It ages you. So I almost believe. <laughs> I almost believe that they like couldn't tell. <laughs> like there's certain areas where it's like, oh, yeah. 22, 48, they look the same. That's funny. And I mean, I'm looking at the picture of her and like, yeah, I I don't she, I don't think she looks 22. But if she said, I'm 27, I'd be like, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, time, time is not always like kind to white women. So no. it's, uh, <laughs> I buy it. White women age like milk. Lumpy lumpy it ain't good <laughs> it ain't good relax we're white women we get it we're fighting a clock okay yeah okay i'm fucking lump city over here even had boyfriends that believe that she was 22 years old okay so like the motivation is the money right that's the only reason why she decided to steal her daughter's identity rather than just going in as her because like i could tell you all right now i'm 21 years old what are you gonna do well you- it's true People lie about their age all the time in L.A. People lie about their age all the time. When she was pulled over at a traffic stop where she eventually admitted to being herself, she said she'd been fleeing a domestic violence relationship for years. 
So she Ooh. was like witness protection programming herself by programming herself. Daughter? Yeah. Ugh, where's the daughter in all this? Oh, and, and actually, if someone steals your identity and thrashes your credit, but it's proved that your identity was stolen, does any of that get reversed or is your credit still fucked? I don't I don't understand credit scores. Yeah, I don't either. understand paying off a credit card and then my credit score goes down a point or two. <laughs> like yeah. go F yourself credit score. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. I sold my car and my credit went like down. And I was like, I just got rid of like over twenty thousand dollars of debt. <laughs> what yeah, but they that? want you to be it's insane. It's oh well, it makes- it's not like it's super important. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like it determines almost everything in your financial life. <laughs> bing bong. Bing bong. Fuck your life. Oh, God. Okay. According to, I'm just, I'm, I'm steamrolling to the next one. Mm-hmm. Because we've been little chatty Cathy's on this one. This is coming to us from tribal.com, something like that. Better.com CEO accused hundreds of people that he laid off on Zoom of stealing because they were only working two hours per day. Okay, so Vishal Garge, the founder and CEO of the digital mortgage company Better.com, laid off more than 900 people the other day on Zoom. That sounds exhausting. Like one Zoom call. If you were on the Zoom, you were laid off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Not one by one. It, it, it was like, if you were part of this Zoom call, you were laid off. So at le- he accused at least 250 of the terminated staff members of stealing from the company by just working two hours a day. He said, you guys know that at least 250 of the people terminated were working an average of two hours a day while clocking in eight plus hours a day in the payroll system. They're stealing from you and stealing from our customers who pay bills that are pay our bills. Get educated. He wrote to a blind post reviewed by Fortune. So blind is a website for it's like gossip for tech people. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway, this is bullshit. Like he like with no notice laid off 900 people all at once on a Zoom call. Like it was such garbage. And then he accused people of time theft. Which I'm like, show me the numbers, dude. Yeah, how do you know you're only working two hours a day? And even if they fucking are, like, nobody – just pay people. People need to make more money in this country. So if you're – this is – this is back to Jersey Mike's. (laughs) Pay people for the job that they're doing better and if you want to have good work. Yeah. Time theft. Fuck off. Time theft. I know. I know. Um, he he said that he wanted to have a better 2.0 with a leaner, meaner, hungrier workforce Ugh. in a leaked recording of a meeting shared to the insider.com. Have you heard about this stuff about like Zillow or something like that? Like buying uh, a bunch of houses and all fucking this with stuff? the markets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This feels like, I mean, because this is a real estate company too. Like, this might be bigger than we know, dude. It goes all the way to the top. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, where does it stop? But um, yeah, kind of like, you don't just lay off 900 people if you're doing good. It's uh, it's just shitty. And he's just like, he's now been asked to step down and like take some time away. 
from the company. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Take some time away. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh, my God. Oh, we love it. That's so exciting. This comes to us from the rollingstone.com. Peloton goes into damage control as, and just like that scene, sends stock spiraling. Let me tell you something right now. If you haven't watched the first episode of the new Sex and the City reboot and just like that, I, you're going to have to fast forward a little bit because there's going to be some spoilers. It, I mean, major spoilers. But also, it's been out for like a week. And if you have Instagram, it's spoiled, literally. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're like me and an avid TV watcher to a point where it's almost not fun anymore, you it was spoiled about halfway through the episode when it became really fucking obvious and predictable. Ooh, don't come for me, Sex and the City fans. I don't care. Shares of the stationary bike company dropped over $5 after it's prominently featured in the first episode of Sex and the City sequel series. So there's a whole thing where like Carrie and Big are going to go to the Hamptons or something for a weekend. And Charlotte was like, please push back your trip one day so that you can see my daughter play piano and Carrie does it but Big doesn't want to go he's going to have a night at home with Allegra their Peloton well, the Peloton instructor is called Allegra got it but like let us I mean it's okay I forgive you you didn't get through the episode so how would you know how would I know left and right you're seeing Peloton 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 and they keep talking about Peloton I'm like we get it Peloton is fucking sponsoring this episode but it's almost as if peloton was the fourth character <gasps> wow they recast kim Cattrall new york with city no they they recast new york city <laughs> <laughs> as a peloton with the peloton <laughs> <laughs> so it carrie goes off to the recital and big is smoking a cigar and she goes oh your once weekly cigar before Allegra and she go and he goes some shit some fucking quippy thing and then just look and she's wearing her wedding shoes to the event because they match her outfit and then he goes and she's like what what are you looking at and he's like just looking at you and as soon as that happened I was like Big's about to die because <laughs> in, in, in every fucking <laughs> bet me on this anytime that someone's about to die on a tv show or a movie they take one last longing look at their love and their love person is like, what are you looking at? <laughs> He's just looking at you. You know that they're about to fucking die to a point where if my partner takes too long of a look at me, I'm like, uh, absolutely uh, not. Uh, we need to get in a fight. <laughs> absolutely not. You cannot die while one of you is mad at the other. <laughs> well, but you also can't die right before just looking at you. That sweet ass moment. Fuck you. Anyways, sorry. I'm not even reading the article, by the way. I am just spouting my my shit out right now. We can read the article. It's about Peloton. It's about Peloton. Ah. It's about Peloton. Mr. Big takes his thousandth ride and he dies of a heart attack. Yeah. So he takes his ride and an actual Peloton instructor, Jess King, who, if you remember, Jess King is married to that person that we talked about a couple episodes ago who pissed in that guy's mouth. Uh-huh. So she's not, this is not her first appearance on the Trashy Trashy podcast. 
but she she plays a Peloton instructor named Allegra. He's doing a 45 minute ride. The thing is all intercut with like the piano concert and Carrie enjoying the concert and stuff. I'm like, okay, let's move this along. Like we know. And then he gets off the bike. He texts Carrie, let's leave tonight, you know, because that, and so she's going to, she was like, oh, I can't get a drink after I got to go. Um, but he drops his phone in the shower. Like he's going to turn on his shower and he drops his phone. He's rubbing his left arm, collapses, can't reach his phone, fucking heart attack. And I'm watching this shit being like Peloton knew that this is what they were going to do. No. So Peloton was asked if they wanted to be featured and they said yes, but they did not consent to the heart attack storyline. I don't like they didn't know, I guess. They didn't know. According yeah. to BuzzFeed. And so everyone, <laughs> everyone's like really sad and stuff, but Peloton is on damage control like a f- motherfucker right now. And they have, <laughs> they got this, uh, doctor uh dr suzanne steinbaum who's a cardiologist and a member of peloton's health and wellness advisory council to release a statement saying um i'm sure sex and the city fans like me are saddened by the news uh, that mr big dies of a heart attack mr big lived what many would call an extravagant lifestyle including cocktails cigars and big steaks and was serious risk as he had previous cardiac event in season six <laughs> Um, these lifestyle choices and perhaps his family history, which is significant factor, were likely the cause of his death. Riding his Peloton bike may have even helped delay his cardiac event. <laughs> Imagine- Damage control. <laughs> Imagine going to school for as long as you have to to become a fucking cardiologist. And they go, hey, Su- Dr. Susan. Um, sorry, excuse me, Dr. Steinbaum. We need you to put out a statement saying that this fictional character was actually being helped by his Peloton. God. (laughs) Dr. Susan Steinbaum's like, okay. Okay. Well, is my name going to get in Buzzfeed and or Rolling Stone? Yeah. I'm in you son of a bitch. I'm in. (laughs) So the stock market, uh, dropped. It was, their stock was at $45 before that premiere. And then after the premiere, it went down to $39 and 42 cents. However, they are also crediting that the drop might have to do with the fact that people are going to start going to gyms again, allegedly. I mean, (laughs) I'm not, but (laughs) (laughs) some people might. (laughs) They were not aware. Oh, oh, can you imagine, like, the executive that signed off on, yeah, use a Peloton. What a free commercial. I mean, they're they're zoomed in on the shoes as he's clicking in and out, like the Peloton branch. Like, this was, this was product placement at its best. But, like, they did Jess King dirty. She's having a hard month, I think. Yeah. Because now, obviously, I haven't checked, but I'm sure people are flooding her Instagram, blaming her for killing Big. And she was also doing, like, a weird spanish accent they were like oh uh allegra's from barcelona is what mr big says and so like as he's doing the ride like you can hear jess king like on the screen going arriba arriba uh how do you say cucumber (laughs) (laughs) which was it was weird that she said it mid-ride but it, it it was in context like you just had to be a part of the ride oh man yeah anyways oh my God. It's uh it's pretty it's pretty shocking and I I'm 
I've watched a lot of Sex in the City and like it's definitely like a guilty pleasure, but I'm not like I'm not like so hard on it that that I cried per se when this happened because I was able to really predict it. Um I did, however, it was what I saw when I closed my eyes. So mm-hmm. it's it's a powerful scene. And it made me not want uh, my partner to ever use the Peloton when I wasn't home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oy. So uh, it's time to buy buy Peloton. Well, well, the stock is low, I guess. If only he had an Apple Watch, which could have sent an alert. <gasps> You're fucking right. So that's just a commercial for Apple. Like if I were Apple Watches, I would be like having a heart attack on your Peloton. <laughs> Don't worry, we got you. We'll send out notices to your loved ones and call 911 if we detect cardiac ex- You know what I mean? Yeah, this I mean, this is a missed opportunity for Apple for sure. <laughs> so Peloton actually, I just sent it to you on Instagram, but Peloton released a and we'll repost it on Trashy Trashy's Instagram. They posted a video with the actor who plays Mr. Big, whose name is uh Chris Chris Snoth. And Jess King on a couch being like, well, we've done it. We've done it. And like, just kind of like a Christmassy sort of thing with then a quick, quick talking, like announcer kind of person being like, Peloton actually helps your cardiac arrest, but whatever. And then like, it's, it's all just damage control. Like, and, and they say, and just like that (laughs) in the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously because like, right immediately when the, fast talking guy stops talking says he's alive like yeah (laughs) (laughs) which is confusing if you're thinking about the show because i don't think he is i haven't watched the second episode yet because i was like not in the mood to like start getting sad when i wasn't sad yet and uh but he he dead he's dead on the show they killed him off they killed him off (sighs) crazy what are you going to do? I don't know. But I feel better that I finally got to talk about it. I haven't been able to talk about it. An- another major spoiler. I I had to, I started to watch and I could not get past the scene with Miranda and the <laughs> professor. It yeah. physically pained me. It made me feel shame as a white person. Uh-huh. I, I like, I, like if, a, if, if dealing, if being on the other side of racism is a fraction of what I felt, <laughs> of shame and embarrassment like but harassment like if if it's a fraction of what i felt watching that scene i don't know how people can do it i don't know how people can face that adversity (laughs) yeah it was a it was a rough i mean it was supposed to be awkward but yes i uh you you missed out because when they get to the theater to see the piano recital, they reveal that Steve Miranda's husband is uh, losing his hearing. So you get to see that actor being like, yeah, I've got two hearing aids now. Anyways, what, what it, it, fuck it, <laughs> it <laughs> the amount of cringing I did watching this stuff. And I'm like, if you're a sex and city stand, it's fine. Like, don't, don't come at me. Like, I'm going to watch the whole fucking thing. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But it is. I mean, that is like grade A, like Parisian cheese. You know, it is so cheesy, the show. I think the most realistic thing about the show is that one of Carrie's friends won't listen to her podcast. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, checks out. But you can't guilt your friends into it. They have to come to it naturally. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, uh, it's true. <laughs> I will say that, like, and I mean this with the utmost respect for these actresses. Like, I don't want it to sound like I'm coming for them. I love that everyone looks like a hundred years old. It, it's. I mean, obviously, um, what's her face? The one who plays Charlotte has had some work done, but it feels canon to the character. Like Charlotte would have a little bit of work done. Right. But like all of the women, like everyone just fucking aged and they're not hiding it. And I think it's like awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, It enriches the show that they, these characters look as old as they are playing. Yeah. I, I concur. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? What are you hoarding? Oh, okay. I was like, fuck, are we ending the show? Bye. <laughs> I'm hoarding something very special. As you get through the remainder of this holiday season, I recommend you 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 do what I what I came across by mistake. One time I said, Alexa, play Michael Buble because I wanted to set the mood for Christmas. Oh, fuck. She heard me. She heard no, you. Alexa, stop. <laughs> I can't fucking say anything. She fucking heard me. Okay. Well, one time I said that and she misunderstood me. And she said, shuffling songs by Michael Bubble. Oh. And I was like, okay, weird. She just doesn't know how to say buble. But what played was an actual person who goes by Michael Bubble, who also croons his way through Christmas songs, but is like, he's not bad, but he's not good. Mm -hmm. And so if you're looking for ways, (laughs) just tiny amusements in your life, and you're with your family who you don't want to be around, like whatever the fuck the case is, just put on Michael Bubble and Mm -hmm. see how long it takes anyone to notice that the Christmas carols that are being sung are being, I mean, it's, they're bad. Like, some of them are good, and then every once in a while, you just, I'm like, is this whole song flat? What's playing right now? It's, it's fucking fantastic. It's just tiny little pranks. Nice. What are you hoarding? I'm hoarding a movie called Rare Exports. Okay. And it's a holiday movie. But <laughs> okay, uh, it's it's Finnish. It's from Finland, and the director also made The Big Game with Samuel L. Jackson. Second time he's been mentioned on the on the Saint, pod. Saint Samuel, Saint Samuel, and it's a a group of miners are mining something, and this little boy is you know observing it, and what they're mining is the original Santa Claus. <laughs> okay <laughs> because the uh indigenous people uh, you know the story goes the indigenous people uh buried him in the ice because he was turning he was evil the first santa claus was anyway there's reindeer it's it, you just gotta see rare exports like there's subtitles some of it's in english most of it's in subtitles but the kid actor is fucking phenomenal like phenomenal okay um, you know, Santa and his elves may or may not make an appearance. Wow. A dad has to trust in his son. The son has to take on leadership. It's just it's really cute and okay. a weird story. And it's it on Hulu or Netflix. I can't remember, but it's streaming. 
Okay. It's streaming and it's called Rare Exports. I'd highly recommend you taking a, a dip into it. I will. We started 8-Bit Christmas uh, yesterday and then ended up taking a nap. Not because it was bad, just because we wanted to take a nap. So we're definitely in Christmas movie land. So I will make that the next one, Rare Exports. Rare export. And uh, what are you throwing away? I'm throwing out shame over grid posting. Oof. Okay. Here, okay. So we went out on a little stroll, me and like I was at, said, I was with a little holiday party last night and we all started walking around this, like the neighborhood of Toluca Lake and looking at all the Christmas lights. And we all, there's six of us. We took a selfie and I loved it. And so I posted it on my grid and everyone who I was with was like, wow, like, thank you, like, on your grid. Like, and uh, I know uh-huh. I sound sarcastic right now, but it wasn't sarcastic. It was like, oh, my God, you posted on your grid. Oh, like, wow. For my mom, grid posting means posting on your main Instagram rather than putting on your Instagram story. But, I mean, like, before Instagram stories existed, everything you posted on Instagram was on your fucking grid, you guys. And I think that there is a stigma towards grid grid posting now because of like the aesthetic of your Instagram. And there was a while where I was like getting annoyed seeing all my friends' kids. I'm like, God damn, you post about your stupid kid a lot. But Mm -hmm. then I was like, why the fuck wouldn't they? This is their Instagram. If I don't want to see their kid, I unfollow them. Like, that's I'm the problem. I'm wrong, not them. So I started to look at my own Instagram that way and be like, that's why there's a lot of pictures of me and my partner and like a lot of things, but you can see where that shift happened because before it was supposed to be like, it was more like professionally taken photos of myself, Uh huh. but I'm curated. It was curated. It was like, you know, like I had hashtags in my things, but like, I don't give a fuck about being an, like an influencer and I just want to live my fucking life. And so, yes, I'm out with, six close close friends who i love very much you made the grid and i don't want to feel shame about it or like i'm some sort of hero so brave you know i'm i needed to hear this today i haven't grid posted since november 8th yeah because i'm like oh i don't have any good photos and it's like birthday girl you should you should be grid posting i should be grid posting I know. And it's it's like a mental stigma now. Yeah. But I need to out. get out of it. Throw it, throw it the hell out. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. What are you throwing out? I'm throwing out these holiday ads of like get 40 to 50% off if you sign up for text messages. <laughs> and then you sign up for text messages and then they text message you every day if you don't purchase the thing just yet. <laughs> and it's it's just like marketing to drive you insane and i i want that discount but i i i need to just hit unsubscribe or stop but i i don't want the discount to go away because i've unsubscribed and i'm waiting on the one thing it's just targeted marketing marketing in general like fuck my life bing bong it's bad <laughs> it's real bad and everyone has text message marketing now to get the discount. It used to be your email and now they realize like, Oh, that's ineffective. It's text messaging. Yeah. It's getting to me. World market texts me like once a week and I'm like, just cut it out. But I, I still don't unsubscribe. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, yeah, 
It's like, I want to know when there's a 40% discount at Soko Glam, my Korean skincare hookup, you mm-hmm. know? <sighs> it's bad. I'm throwing it the hell out. Buy ads. Get out of here. Bye. Where do the people find you? Literally. Buy. I'm buying. I'm buying. <laughs> okay. God. Uh, <laughs> uh, where can the people find you? No, I asked you first. Okay. I'm at Iconic Erica Curry where I'm posting to stories, but I'm going to start grid posting again. I Do promise. It. Yes. It's been a month, but I, you know, I took a little hiatus, but I'm going to get back to it and post photos that make me happy. The world and needs it. The world needs it. Yeah. At Iconic Erica Curry, I'm doing nothing else creative besides stories, and that's where you should follow me. Okay. If you want to be my Pokemon friend on Pokemon Go, DM me and I'll we'll hook it up with the friend code because I need gifts and things within Pokemon Go. So you can find me on that too. Great. Yeah. Where can the people find you? At Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter. I grid post and uh, sometimes I make jokes on Twitter. I made one today that um, I told my partner about and he did not laugh. So my Twitter might be shitty, but follow me on there and let me know. Oh, I got six likes on that tweet. Never mind. I'm I'm looking up the joke. I'm looking it up right now. Let me tell it. Okay. Okay, Tell it. Friends reboot called Could I Be Anymore? Following Chandler after Monica dies after cleaning their Peloton. That's funny. It's got 10 likes and a retweet. (laughs) Get on the train because we're to the moon this Twitter. To the moon. You can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at Trashy Trashy Podcast at gmail.com. We love when you guys send us stories. Tell us why you're trash. I mean, you heard it. We, we did a lot of user uh, listener stories this week. So thank you so much for that. Leave a review on the podcast. It helps us out a lot. We have a website, TrashyTrashyPodcast.com. Check that out. It's really cute. And yeah, thanks. Thanks for showing up again. Thank you. We yeah. love you. We love you. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.